0: Hey guys, welcome back. It's Salatiel and you're listening to Let's Talk About It. Before I start, I just want to say happy new month. I pray this month brings more blessings, growth, happiness in your life. I hope you're doing well and I hope you had a great start of the month. So I don't know why my audio sounds like super staticky and I don't know y'all. I'm working on getting a microphone eventually when I'm really deep into the podcast, but for now, of course, I'm recording on my phone, so the sound might not seem perfect, but please guys, just stick with me, okay? (laughs) So today, we're going to pick up from the previous podcast. About a week ago, I did a poll on my Instagram story. If you don't follow my social media, all of my social media is sgattin, S-G-A-T-T-I-N, So basically I asked if I should post weekly or bi-weekly and most people voted bi-weekly until I posted the result and then it was a 50-50. So I actually decided to stick to bi-weekly although when I'm posting today it's been a little bit longer. It's been like two weeks and some days. So I'm sorry about that. I've just been in this stage where like I'm thinking about so many things at once, so like, I don't know if I want to do this, this, you know, so just bear with me, but um, I appreciate you guys for voting and interacting with me, and I've gotten some DMs about my podcast and just advice, and I truly appreciate that, like, you guys just being supportive is such a good feeling to me, knowing that y'all are keeping up with the things I'm doing and are just there for me and just constantly, you know, giving me feedback and I truly love that. So thank you so much. You left off on me living with my brother why I moved and slowly adapting to the transition without my parents. So today I'll go more into depth before I speak on me turning 18 and starting college because I feel like from teenager in high school to adult in college, obviously, is like two different stages in your life. So I feel like it has its own experiences, lessons, and stories, and I truly don't feel like cramming everything together, you know? So this episode will just be really getting into the details of when I was a teenager, you know, and all that came with that chapter alone in my life. Do you remember when I said living with my brother definitely felt like the start of experiencing various traumas? Well the reason I said that was because of course being raised differently I had different approach to things. How I was used to reacting or approaching certain situations weren't tolerated with my brother and his wife, whereas with my parents it was more tolerated, you know what I mean? If you don't, let me give you an example. So growing up with my parents I was spoiled like I always say. One thing I was used to is giving and getting silent treatments, which younger me thought was an okay behavior to not be expressive. So my parents weren't as involved or emotionally stable for me because of their job. So it was always like they were in my life, but not as present. They always traveled constantly. So I was basically raised around my aunts, uncles, maids, and drivers. So I had a closer bond with them But even that bond was not a very like communicative, you know, like if younger me felt some type of way, I wasn't used to expressing my feelings. I've always shut down. So when I started to live with my brother, they were more communicative and expressive. So if something was going on with me, they've always asked me, what's wrong? Why aren't you expressing your feelings? But I wasn't used to that. So me not communicating made them think that I was disrespectful, when really I just was not used to doing that. And when I feel forced to say or do something and I'm not approached gently, I automatically shut down. Like that's my trauma response to just shut down and do silent treatments because for one, I didn't know how to go about it and I didn't wanna say the wrong things. So I've always chose silence as a response. So, Which brings me to my second point, which I would say is also uh, childhood trauma. So growing up with my parents, I've always been encouraged to participate in different activities. Anything I brought up to my parents, they were quick to invest in so i remember from elementary to middle school i've always had the kind of parents that will honestly motivate and push me to step out of my comfort zone i remember being in different activities i remember doing basketball soccer volleyball piano swimming any sport honestly like ballet everything and so like when i moved in with my brother my brother was not that type of person at all. So my brother, obviously we were raised totally different, you know, and when, by the time I moved here, my brother already knew that I wasn't really good when it came to school. Like I didn't have horrible grades, but I wasn't the best. You know, I was the average student. Like if C's in this class is gonna make me pass, I'm not stressing. have an a you know like so my brother has always been raised like you getting only a's nothing more nothing less it's that or nothing so i'll honestly say with my brother that we when it came to academics we were raised completely different like my parents they were still really harsh on me when it came to school but they were more lenient than they were with my brother when my brother was younger so not to go off track, but basically back to um, my parents pushing me to step out of my comfort zone. So when I moved with my brother, my brother already, like I said, had already this idea in his head that I'm not that good when it comes to school. Like I'm an average kid in school. So when I started to live with him, when I brought up sports or just activities I wanted to partake in because I was used to Partake in things like that in school. I was always shut down Like I was always told your grades aren't good enough to participate in that you can't balance classes and activities You know, so little things like that made me become very to myself and almost never asked to take risks Because I already knew I'll get shut down. I already knew the response that I can't do it So I always had to focus on one thing with my brother like it was just school get your grades, right? And so that that was really a bummer. Like, I would say it really affected me. And it kind of put a fear of failure in my head. Or if I try to get out of my comfort zone, it will affect other areas of my life. Almost like I couldn't have a balance in my life. I have to stick to one thing. So it was it was really hard, I would say. Because do you see how, like... I was brought up this one way and all of a sudden, it's completely like making a whole 360 turn. Like, it's not making sense to younger me. Like, I'm used to doing this, doing that. All of a sudden, I can't do half of the things I used to be able to do. And that's younger me. And it's like, I'm getting older, but the older I'm getting, I'm getting restricted from way more things so yeah and the other thing is I was not a rebellious child at all but I was portrayed as that simply because I wasn't a yes child to whatever adults had to say I wasn't just straight up gonna agree with it if I didn't like it I didn't like it you know I didn't want to do something I'd refuse and I'd have an attitude about it and maybe at most I'll talk back that's literally it. typical teenager So, already knowing my brother, of course, is not my parent, but he was my guardian. But 12-year-old me knowing that, okay, you're not my dad, so why am I being treated like that? It's not something right with me. And I want you to think about that in a kid's perspective, not an adult's perspective that's being your guardian. A kid's perspective. So, you know, like, you can kind of see how things are starting to affect me. Because it's like... You're not my dad. <laughs> Y'all know that meme it's like, you're not my dad. So, yeah. So, one of the biggest things now having to do all these things, I feel like I was the maid. And that's not even to talk down on my maids. But I literally went from like doing dishes here and there to doing every chore, then schoolwork, babysitting my brother's kids, all while missing my family. And I'm literally like 12, 13. So throughout those years, now I had this mindset of, okay, I'm never going to have my way. I can't express how I truly feel without it being used against me. It's their way or nothing, isolating to avoid literally anything being misinterpreted. And I couldn't have a phone. And when I did, I was restricted from everything and I had to turn it in. I couldn't wear this and that. Literally, the dumbest things, y'all. And it was just so much things that kept piling up and piling up as, like, the months and years were going. So, I felt like I didn't have, like, a typical teenage lifestyle. You know, like, I didn't really hang out with people out of school. Because I didn't bother to ask. Because I knew what was going to come with it. Are your grades straight? Did you already do this? Did you already do that? Which, like one thing i do want to address is that now I'm being an adult i understand the discipline aspect of it but it's like it it wasn't a smooth transition you know like i understand i'm all for adults disciplining kids and training them to become better like and training them towards becoming adults but y'all I was literally, teenage me, I just didn't understand anything that was going on, I was just like, oh my god, like, everybody else can do this and that, I had a freaking dress code and everything, it was just so hard, coming and raising from a family back home that was not like this at all, like, I was so spoiled, and I was literally like, my parents really weren't no parents. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they hardly ever told me no. I used to watch anything I wanted on TV show. I used to be able to drink Red Bull in elementary, like little things like that. And so it's like, you expect the older you get, the less rules you're getting. But for me, it felt like the older I got, the stricter and the more rules I was getting. And it was just not making sense to me. So, of course, at that point, my teenage life just felt so stressful. And so at a young age, I mastered isolation as a traumatic response. I was being in my room 24-7, not wanting to do anything because it was limits and rules to almost everything. So I stayed in my room a lot. I couldn't have a TV in my room. I didn't have a phone. And when I did, I was locked from downloading social media apps and it was just a lot you know so being my age and not actually really experiencing that teenage life it really affected me so it led to depression and suicidal attempts. so this is a sensitive topic because i feel like a lot of people that know me or knew of me or even know of me don't know that i had that one chapter in my life where i didn't want to be here anymore And so, um, yeah, so I remember being in 10th grade and attempting to take a bunch of pills, but then I got caught in doing so. I probably only had, like, I didn't even get to take an amount that was going to affect me, you know? So, um, I got caught, and... I remember I had to get a therapist, of course, like, because I, days before I attempted to do so, I had told a friend in school about how fed up I was with everything. But I never mentioned being suicidal, but of course, you know, if somebody is talking to you on such a depressive state of mind and you can just tell, you know. So she actually ended up telling the school counselor and I had to get suspended until I was clear to go back to school, which I don't know why that was a thing, so um, my family excuse me um of course, knew, so I ended up getting a therapist and a psychiatrist because of the attempt, so that did not help at all, honestly, if I'm being honest, counselors therapist, psychiatrist, that did not help me at all. Because I remember I had a counseling session and at that point I was thinking, okay, things are gonna get better. Cause now I don't have to bottle up my emotions. I can open up to my counselor like freely. But it actually got worse because um, my counselor never kept things like private between us and like a safe space. So she'll always go back and tell my brother and his wife and so I always got conversations like why did you say that like you know so I'm just like oh okay so that's not helping (laughs) so then that's when I really started to journal I used to journal my feelings a lot I still do and I feel like that's the only form of expression that really makes me feel comfortable and makes me able to let things out without it like Affecting me in the long run, you know? And so I had no privacy doing that. Like, I remember if I'm upset, I will journal. I will journal pages on pages about it because a book or a piece of paper is not gonna, you know, make me feel bad about opening up, you know? So I remember my brother and his wife going through my journal. You know, and just reading everything I had to say, and if I'm mad, I'm gonna cuss, I'm gonna call you this, I'm gonna call you that in my journal. So of course, them seeing that, they kind of I got punished for it, I got grounded for it. So yeah, so I had no privacy at all. Thankfully, the older I got and the more I've wanted to work on me and to break those traumas from playing a huge role in my life today. Um. I do want to say that in no shape or form do I want this episode or podcast to showcase that my brother and sister-in-law are these bad people. They're not bad at all. They're good people. You know, they have good intentions. But I feel like when they were raising me, um, they didn't realize how much damage it caused while they were trying to portray discipline. You know what I'm saying? So... With that being said, um, basically to wrap it up, those were the two big things that I would say to this day when I'm having bad days or something happens, I really reflect on it as, oh my gosh, like I'm doing this because this has always been my traumatic response, you know? So isolation and silent treatments are the two big things that I would say really affected me. And I'm working on it today. I don't isolate as much. And I don't, I almost never do silent treatments anymore. So, all this to say, like, in the moment, I guess I do have a quote. Not really a quote, but I do have a lesson. So, I feel like in the moment, when you're going through all these things, it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's really hard. But eventually, You will see why things happen the way they did. Because you'll always learn a lesson out of every experience in your life. You know? Although the lesson might not come right away. Shoot. It took me. I am 23 now. And these were things I was facing at 13. Almost 10 years. You know? It took me that long to now be able to reflect on those things and be like, I'm glad that now... These are not things that I'm using to affect my daily life. But these are things I'm using as a lesson to become a better me today. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening so much. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you. Thank you so much. I It, it means a lot because if, it's taken me a while to start this podcast because at one point I was feeling like, okay. Do I really have a testimony? Do I really have a story? Like, is this worth, you know, speaking about? Like anybody, everybody got a story. Everybody goes through things. Some people go through things far worse than me. So why do I think that mine should have an impact? But honestly, everybody's chapter is different in life. So I'm really grateful for you guys tuning in and things like that so thank you so much and i'll catch you on the next episode the next episode will most likely be transitioning into adulthood and starting college being 18 and everything that came with it so i hope you have a great day and i'll see you later bye